0: hello my fair listeners how are you today uh this is jim the keys bartender coming to you from of all places florida keys florida keys bartender uh, many people ask me many people well Some people ask me, when they hear that I have a podcast, they say, what do you talk about? And they say, what do you talk about in bars? And people go, what, sports, life, jokes? Yeah, that's what we talk about. And uh, it's funny to me that there's people I've known for a while, and I, I don't expect people to automatically, because they know me, listen to what I have to say or take credence to what I have to say. It's not all pearls of wisdom that are falling from my mouth, but they are. That it that is the Keys Bartender podcast. That's what it's all about right now, and uh, I don't know what else to say about that. With that, but I do have people to keep up coming up to me. They say, "Hey, you still doing that podcast?" And I say, "Yeah, you still not listening to it?" Because obviously, if You were listening to it, you would know that I am still podcasting. I try to do that thing that you do, that kidnappers do, by putting in, you know, throwing in a current event to show that the show is current. And I'm just not recycling things. Though I guess it may sound like I'm recycling things sometimes because you think, wow, didn't he say that before? And doesn't he always say, I said in previous shows, blah, 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 blah. What the fuck? Well that's just the nature of you know, you've been around people and sometimes they repeat themselves, especially some older people. I'm not gonna probably wedge myself into that demographic just quite yet. So you just hold your horses there, young lady or young man, when you say, Hey, listen, you're just getting a little long of the tooth. Get that means long of the tooth means you're getting old. And I'm not mansplaining. I'm old-splaining. So if you're not around, if you weren't around that time, you know, when you hear me say treating like a Dutch uncle, that doesn't mean you're throwing a fucking pair of wooden clogs and go and uh, patch up the uh, dike that keeps the seawater from going over your farmland. And uh, Dutch uncle means imparting advice, a friendly advice to someone, usually unsolicited advice. I think that's what, uh, you know, someone plays a role in the Dutch uncle, you know, they hear someone say something. They say, hey, listen, you want a word of advice about something, something, something. That's what it's about. But, yes, I get many people that ask me, are you still doing that? And I have a friend, uh, a friend, acquaintance. The first time we met their two brothers from upstate New York, Uh, they lived down here uh, four or five months out of a year. They're quite, uh, they're they're very colloquial in their language, very very raspy. A couple years older than me, Uh, big tough guys, right? And the first time I ran into one of the brothers, we we almost uh, had a had a go of it, but uh, that that smoothed over, and we we're on very friendly relations right now where we talk to each other. They come and see me and all that stuff. But they keep on referring to one guy goes, you're still doing that blog? And I said, well, I guess it's in the audio format. It's a blog. You know, video format is a vlog. I was trying to explain to him. And to get the technology, I belong to a lot of uh, groups and the point of being out of touch when I talk to, you know, sometimes I may not get the younger viewers, but I, I understand. I don't quite get all of the technology or the vernacular or the current, current terminology. So I belong to these groups on Facebook and they one you know, a lot of different podcasting groups and they ask you questions like, what would you like to do? What is your, what is the, in the next month, what is your aim to do in the next week? What do you you're planning to do to upgrade your, podcast and what I meant to say is I want to you know change out my equipment I want to go from Windows to maybe more uh, Apple products because iTunes is right now iTunes is still the engine that drives the podcast industry you we, we do have I am on Spotify I am on that but what happens is you know, a lot of these groups, uh, because I don't belong to a network anymore. And the first, the network I belonged to before wasn't very um, active or I guess what I say they weren't very spirited about promoting the program and maybe I wasn't a cup of tea or maybe they weren't that eager to really get into things. They wanted a more established podcast. But what I do is I network with people. And in order to network, what you do is you listen to other people's podcasts and then you drop a review on iTunes. So there's this feeling that the more reviews you get, the more recommendations you show up on iTunes as, as suggesting podcasts. Hey, if you like this podcast, if you like Benny and a butt plugs, maybe you like to see your Keys Bartenders. Or you like to see sloppy old creepy guy, maybe you like Keys Bartender. You know, that's just one of the things you want to be that suggestion on the bottom and people go on there and hope that every so often the person, when they click onto your show, they say, Hey, I think I like it. My problem has been because I use a lot of windows and Android products, my phone's an Android and I always, you know, I was sharp. I'm trying to be a, a sharp when it's a sharp, I'm trying to be a skin flame because I don't want to spend 11, $1,200 for a new cell phone. So I go and buy a Android phone, like a Motorola. But the problem is, when you go onto these sites like iTunes, and nowadays, most people do almost all of their... Especially if you're on the go, you're not walking around with your laptop, clicking in and checking shit, you know, you like an asshole. You're using your smartphone. And when you use an Android smartphone... Using iTunes, I've been trying to do this for a couple years. You cannot, for the life of me, I can't can't leave a review. And people are getting pissed off. They go and say, I leave a review for you, for your show, but you never leave a review for mine. And then I have to, what I do is I get on my wife or my daughter's phone and I leave a review. And I say, listen, this is not, you know, it looks like there's a 14-year-old girl reviewing your show, but it's not. It was me. I listen to your show. I like it. Now, if uh, also, if someone has a show that, let's say, is variety comedy, I put mine in as comedy interview, but obviously if I don't have anybody on it, I'm not really interviewing anybody. I'm kind of interviewing myself. It's more a talk show, more of a one-person talk show. Commentary, editorializing, right? So the, the, the uh, me not being able to do that and and be supportive of my fellow podcasters on iTunes has been a hindrance but then again maybe it's a good thing for uh, hear me out on this because i have a lot of things to work out i just went back to my powered mic i was using a headset i said a powered mic if i'm in my quiet room i got the when uh, a quiet room i'm in my house no one's home I could use a power mic, put on my headphones, and produce a podcast. There's not a lot. I'm not in the city. There's not a lot of noise outside. I got the AC going. Sometimes you hear the dog bark. Big deal. You know, I'm not going to sweat that out. Uh, Yeah, my voice. I don't think there's many ways you could enhance my voice. It's not melodic or smooth. So I think this may be, I'm getting closer to that quality. I'm not quite there. And eventually, it's going to be live. I'm going to go back to doing a live show, even though the live stream is not like for for people. The the real attraction of podcasting is not. You get, oh, he's broadcasting live. It's like the radio. He's doing it just like the radio. Well, fuck, yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's a telephone, but it acts like a telegraph. (laughs) You know, you got to do dot, dot, dash. Yeah, that's total bullshit. Yeah, you're going backwards, Jim. No, I don't want to go backwards. I want to go forwards. But what I want to introduce is kind of like, here I go and follow on his words again. I'm going to say it again. What I really want to do is an adult version of kind of like a bar-themed Prairie Home Companion, like cheers with entertainment and guests. And I'm setting it up so I could do it at the catch and I'm going to have that there. I won't be able to use power mics. power mics just don't work. They just don't work in a, in a crowded environment. You have to have it secluded the power mic. You have to have a studio where people are sitting there. But I'm not doing a studio show. I want to do something a little more active so we got the headphones. I want to do something. so we're sitting there recording. But I also want to have interaction with the audience. It's going to be difficult. I'll give you that. It's going to be difficult, but I'm going to get there someday. I'm not going to give up. That's my superpower. I'm tenacious, and I hope that it succeeds. I don't know, but I'm you know I'm always trying something new. Who knows? I'm not. I don't think you've seen me change drastically over the last 100 200 episodes you know and we're we're right around the corner from we are about 2 weeks we're in february i think we're going probably going to hit episode 400 so for episode 400 i probably have to do like episode 399 by myself and 400 with a group of people and then kind of reestablish that or start introducing that quicker i always have a problem getting someone on the show uh, I have several people I would like to have on Papa Joe. Uh, I have Lee Sharp. I have some other friends. I have people from the Key West I could get on, and I would. But I'm not. I'm, I give big updates, and one of the big updates I'll give is is very interesting to me, and it could apply to your community too, on how they do things. So. Get back to the key stuff. It is a beautiful day. It's in the upper seventies. It was a little foggy. I had to go up to Homestead for my final checkup for that operation I had, the remover of the mass, the growth, the tumor from my parotid gland. They did the the, 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 um, the wound healed it healed healed it up healed healed up very nicely. I'm using some stuff called Moderma. and it's uh, it's a scar. Reduction cream, I guess. I mean, I guess the whole my whole face could be considered. I mean, I I'm not saying I'm scarred up very heavily. I'm just saying that that it, it it seems to be working. So I drove up there, and you know, whenever you have to go to the mainland, it's it's. I'm at 102. I know exactly where I'm to get to the mainland. It's mile marker 126. So it's 24 miles there, and I have another. Ten miles, maybe about ten miles, eight miles, when when I get up there. So it's a 42, 43 minute ride. And I like, the, and I do listen to podcasts. I listen to This American Life. I like comedy. I like listening to like things like Dimitri Martin or John Mulaney. Uh, I and people say, why don't you listen to uh, Joe Rogan? It's the kind of shit you're trying to go with, right? And I am saying shit. I mean shit in a good way. Good shit, right? Yeah, yeah. I have yet to listen to a whole episode of uh, Joe Rogan because I don't want to be derivative. I don't want to accidentally pick up his thing and do it. And not that I can do his thing. I'm sure he's brilliant. He's one of the most, He's if not the most popular, one of the most popular podcasts around. But I don't visualize trying to become that. I have my own visual thing. I don't, there's really nothing out there that I'm trying to do one thing. So I like this American Life because it's so different from what I do. It's stories. They tell stories. It's great. I like doing like this guy, Dr. Nichols in Britain. He does a a motivational podcast. He's a really nice guy. I like uh, a garbage kitchen. A girl does a little that stuff where they make you know when she's eating and tasting stuff and gives her reviews and she's kind of she's a funny girl i like historium history the guy does great sound effects and setup and stuff like that i love a lot of histories i love i love a decent true crime one haven't done that in a while uh we do true crime our true crime is kind of true true stupid crime uh, or weird crime and stuff like that but it has to pertain to the keys Right. So there you go. I'm gonna take a pause before I change over. Oh I I nearly you know, this is how I I always screw up. I started mentioning how I belong to these different groups and they asked me how you'd let, how I'm gonna backtrack, get back to the beginning. You'd like in the next week increase the quality or improve your podcast, and I, I wanted to switch over to different hardware. or or equipment but what I said was technology and this nice fellow commented oh yeah technology like iTunes right and I assumed and this was my mistake I assumed the guy was making fun of me it was a younger guy going oh you're an asshole you don't know that that's this and the guy was actually being helpful the guy was being uh, was commiserating how how he has a similar difficulty, and I I didn't I didn't jump all over him. I just kind of accepted. I go, oh, I realize I understand sarcasm. I wrote back, I understand sarcasm. What it's should to said was a, uh, equipment when it changed over, and the guy wrote back. He says I wasn't trying to be sarcastic, and then I felt like, huh, well, at least I didn't do I didn't do anything assholish you know, because that was my. You know, he's like, hey, watch your watch your stuff, smart guy. You know I, know, I don't know exactly what you're saying to me. You know, when a young person says, I don't know. Hey, what's up, daddy-o? I don't know what you're saying to me, but I don't really like it. What's up with you? Dave Chappelle did that thing um, when he was talking to his white publicist and lawyers and things like that. And they all were kind of tentative of talking to him because they didn't know all the lingo and stuff. So he was talking to him one time and they're trying to be cool at the end of it. And uh, he, the Dave Chappelle at the end of the phone call goes, uh, hey guys, see you later. or Something I'm paraphrasing. See you later. Zip it up and zip it out. And uh, well, uh, the white guys go, oh, uh, thanks Dave. Goodbye. Uh, zip doo doodah. You know, <laughs> off the phone. So there was, when it comes to technology, it was kind of really, kind of, crazy how how little i know the peripheries of it but i guess for someone my age i might be moderate to above of knowing these things you know i know where levels should be basically i know it shouldn't go into red i should try to reduce interference and shit like that I'm going to pause before I get on to the next thing. I want to say something nice about the place I worked, The Catch Restaurant in Key Largo at Mile Marker 102 Oceanside. Open seven days a week with happy hour Monday through Friday, 3.30 to 6.30. They have great seafood preparations and non-seafood uh, preparations. And if you come in, ask for the Keys bartender. Tell me sent you here. Uh, Kathy and Paige run a great place. They got a beautiful indoor and outdoor dining this day. This time and age, you know, it's kind of important to be safe. They got a beautiful little garden in the back, even though they're not on the water. Not every place is on the water. But the nice thing about the catch, not being on the water, you don't get charged with the -the on-the-water prices because real estate's very expensive down in the Keys. And they have to recoup their investment some way. I know, it's horrible, right? But you'll see when you get down here. But the catch is uh, certainly one of the, affordable and delicious alternatives in Key Largo. Okay, to get back to technology, I've been having a hard time with my internet here. I was blaming uh, AT&T, and I got a hold of a tech. I didn't physically get a hold of them, obviously. I got in touch with a tech. Was it over the phone or? Oh, we were chatting. We were chatting. We were doing message chat. And what they did was do uh, they did some remote checkup on my connection. And when he was checking up on my equipment, he said my modem and my gateway were mismatched, the equipment. Now, hmm, I go, really? How did that happen? Because I got that from AT&T. Right? It's like people... You know, making an appointment it says, "Well, whoever set this appointment made, we can't do that appointment. It's horrible." While well, you made the appointment, I accepted the appointment. So you provided the equipment, I accept the equipment. So what they did is they sent me a new gateway, modem setup, I or whatever. And here I am, thinking, "Holy shit." You know, the way I set up my thing, I set up a micro cell tower in my house because where my house is and where there's construction is very limited cell phone reception. So I have a micro cell and I have it all set up in there. A micro cell is, a, is it's like a cell tower, but it's in your house and it's good for about 50, 60 yards around your house. So it provides you with the you know, reception. It's not an extender. And don't be confused with a penis extender. I mean a range extender. What it does is the the cell tower is in my house, a small cell tower. Yes, yeah, crazy. It's hooked through the internet. Well, I was going to change all that out, and I'm thinking, oh shit! Now I don't know enough of this. I've said, oh, I'm going to have to change anything, everything. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have a new Wi-Fi, uh, a router, name, Wi-Fi name, and then i'm going to have a new password and this and that and it's going to take forever and i got to go and do this i had to figure this it's going to be a pain in the ass because i don't necessarily when i set up my microcell i had to register the phone numbers to the microcell the phone numbers because it doesn't work for everyone you can't walk in there you can't walk by the house and you get great re- uh, cell reception. It's only works for the phones I register there. And I don't really remember the site for that at all. I don't I don't have the link for it. It was a couple of years ago, about three, four years ago. But it's still working great for all the cell phones. No matter any phone, if I get new equipment and stuff, that cell phone is registered to that cell tower. And all the equipment, I figure I'm going to have to change the Wi-Fi setup, and I'm gonna to have to change my Amazon's uh, Echo setup. Well, what the fucking do? I get this new gateway. I set it up. It has a new, obviously, it has a new name. It has a new password. I plug it in. I do it. Oh, wait ten minutes. Set is failing. Now, when it says it's not setting up correctly, please contact us. Now, if you logically follow the whole thing that I explained to you, once I uh, unplugged and detached the old gateway system, I lost the signal from the micro-cell tower because it comes through that gateway. So I wasn't able to contact them, and I would have to go someplace else, like 100 a, a yards up the road to get reception, to talk to them. And there was a, you know, there was a chink in the armor of the chain of directions right well what happens i go back and i'm seeing it's still setting up and it says it's going to take 15 minutes and 30 minutes so i just say i'm going to plug it in and try it and don't you know not only does it set it sets and it resets the whole gateway to the former name of the wi-fi and it's the same password so everything's linked up again I mean, fuck, you know, some... Yeah, I don't even know how... I mean, the old days when you do, you need to have to... You had to bring a tech in. So now I have great Wi-Fi, great signal and stuff like that. Little, Very little interference because everything's matched up. It's not interfering interference with each other. And I go, wow. People will get all hung up over technology. Sometimes it's a lot easier. It's just like when I got my new car it just started you know i i I link up my phone i put the uh uh accepted uh the pairing on my uh, bluetooth and don't you know that there's all the you know google directions showing up and all my media showing up on my dashboard without you know you know before you have to try to figure out how to do it you have to link it you you see it's compatible uh eh. So, it's kind of amazing. I mean, I, I don't, I don't necessarily know that uh, there's people out there that just they just gave up. They're not going to fucking. I'm not going to fucking do anything. Do I? I don't want to receive email on my refrigerator. You know, they have those refrigerators. I don't want to see pictures. I, you know, I, I have this. Let me see. Uh, hey. Alexa, turn on the picture frame. So, I have a picture frame, a digital digital picture frame here. And, uh, And, oh, there's Alexa talking. Okay, I kind of screwed up. It's kind of funny, you know. Alexa, you know how to fix that. You should turn it on. So, okay, thanks. Well, I'll talk to you later. Alexa. Not you. Uh, On the way back, I told you I went up to Homestead. It's. uh Okay, hold on a second. Alexis, stop. Okay. So while I was up there, I figured I'd wait. I go up to my doctor's visit. I get to the doctor's office. The guy did a great job, Dr. Shaw. I was the first appointment, the first appointment of the day. I get there before the office opens. Right? It took me 33 minutes to get up there. You no, know, virtually no traffic. About the 33 miles away you got 33 minutes. No, no real I didn't hit too many lights or anything like that. And I'm waiting outside the office. The door opens three minutes of eight. My appointment's at eight. I sit down, sign this thing, COVID disclaimer form that i feel pretty good and all that stuff and i wait and i figure oh, i'm gonna read you know i'm not. hey it's great i'm not gonna just wait an hour well hell i read five minutes and they called me in the office going to back and they walked back i said well i'll go and read in here because i figure the doctor won't be in it. i start reading two minutes later doctor comes and we start talking dr shell nice young guy right he asked about the podcast and stuff like that and i told him i give him a good review guy did an excellent job uh he, he believes in like a couple months, he says, there are going to be people uh, looking at me and say, unless they work for an ENT or something, like ear, nose, or throat, they're not even going to notice that stuff. But the guy really has a casual manner, and stuff like that, with, he's a professional, but has a good, I don't want to say bedside manner, because that, you know, that's kind of suggestive. A lot of things go on bedside, right? A lot of things happen on the side of bed. Think about the stuff in your, if you're, Single guys, single ladies, thinking about stuff on your bedside in your nightstand table, right? It's not really professional, you know. Little vibrating rabbits or dildos or butt plugs or uh, analays and stuff like that. Bedside manner. I'm just saying they have a deportment when I like to talk about when they have a casual manner of talking and they're professional in their in their demeanor, but also relaxing and friendly. There you go. And uh yeah, he did a great job. I just wanted to say uh if you ever need anything done there in this part of the country in South Florida, Dr. Shell's the guy to go and see. And uh yeah, I I got a little tightness because they had to move a muscle around. I didn't go into details about it. They had to move a muscle around to replace the divot that would occur from the removal of the growth. Well, you really don't see anything anymore. You know, I mean, I don't see, there's no divot where it had occurred. It's like plastic surgery. um, After the fact, after you had surgery. So, uh, so I drive up there. I had my car left up there because I had a, a dent in the bumper and the dealership I bought it from. it, It was a used car. I, Worked in a deal. I said, Listen, that's a great price, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I know it's your price leader. You were advertising it so you get people in here. But stuff like that. I'll buy it for that price if you fix the dent in the bumper. And he said, Well, you don't understand. The dent in a bumper comes at that price. You might have to pay a little more. And I said, I understand how it works. But I want to buy the car for the price you advertise and you're going to fix the dent in the bumper. Right? And they kind of let it be known that it was, there was. Superficial damage on the thing. It was, but it's the right rear bumper. I said, "Well, if I'm going to get a dent, I'm going to get a dent when I own it, not a dent prior." But I mean, I I always said I'm kind of worried. When I, you, the worst thing about owning a new car, a perfect thing, is having it, uh, scarred, and that's kind of appropriate because I just had the operation. I'd never had a perfect face, I never had a perfect face, so I wasn't worried about a scar as much. Uh, same thing with a car. But I, you know what? I'm spending a certain amount of money for a car. I want to get it. So while I was up there on the mainland getting its final appointment done with the doctor, uh, I said, you know what? I'm going to go and have breakfast, and I'm going to call them up and see what's done because I spoke to the, the salesman I bought the car from, uh, Jason. Nice guy, Jason. If you go to... Uh, uh Kia I think it's all right to say his name if you go to Kia at South Dade ask for Jason Castro uh he's a he's a he's a good guy he really is a good guy and um I call him it's not quite ready today because you figure on a mainland I said I don't have to drive up there again but I got their car their loaner car so why don't I just you know I can return it then but I'll drive it around for a while and I'm off in the daytime tomorrow, so I'll go and pick it up the next day. Uh, on the way back, so it wasn't ready. I'm going on Wednesday. Wednesday morning, I got to go and get my second Pfizer shot. Yeah, I'm getting my second Pfizer shot. Dr. Shell tells me, he says, listen, before you get the shot, think about taking some Advil or something like that. Because, you know, for pains and stuff like that and the body aches. Uh, the uh, news I heard on there was wait afterwards and take some Tylenol. So there's some conflicting things right there. So, but I am aware of that, that the second shot could be a doozy for it. But I'm still going to get it because the news out today was that the Pfizer shot, they found there's studies in Israel suggest that the people who had the Pfizer shot have reduced rates of introducing or carrying the infection to the people around them, which that's really fully my intention. I don't want to bring anything or try to transfer anything to my family while I'm working. In a high-risk industry for infection, which is restaurant. And I'm not kidding you. I'm not saying that stuff. I'm not poo-pooing it. It doesn't make me a storm crow. It's just that you got to be careful out there. And now that we've got shots and stuff like that, if you intend to go out and you wanna have a good time and stuff like that, uh at your earliest convenience you should be looking out for that for your own well being and well being of other people. Okay? I I know. People say, hey Jim, if you really care so much you shouldn't be working anymore. But, you know, like I said prior, I have to uh I have to work in order to put food on the table for a family. Well, I think we've wasted enough time today and uh I talked about communicating. I talked about the catch restaurant. I talked about my uh, uh, my medical stuff. I am I ideas for the future. I hope you have a ideas for the future, positive ones, plans, do things, get out there. You know, it's, it's certain parts of the country where you're listening, or certain parts of the world, the weather may not be that great or conducive, or you know, you could have. Uh, Big shutdowns going on. Uh, I don't know how things are going in India. I wish I could get some. I wish some of you in India could send me an email. At least one person from India. One of my listeners in India. Please send me an email uh, to jim at keysbartender dot com. Well, you know what? That would be really interesting. Uh, Or Vietnam or Switzerland. For some reason, Switzerland popped up again. I guess I have a friend in Switzerland. Uh, Thank you. You know, send me an email, com, And if you really like the show, if you do, if you are an avid listener, do me a favor share it with someone you think that will like it. Ask them to share it. Ask them to share it to someone that will listen. Now, don't, don't, uh, you, you can try to share it to people that don't listen to podcasts, but, you know, this is what I do. Do you like podcasts? Listen to this. And then I know some people do. And I have, you know, people stop in from Illinois. Uh, Illinois, Illinois, and uh, they they seem to enjoy the show because they're still listening to the new podcasts. I don't know why, but I appreciate it. Uh, please share with your friends. Share from different places, stuff like that. Um, drop a review if you can. It's always nice to have a review. I have a nice, decent chunk of reviews on iTunes. It's showing like 77. Uh, it'd be nice to get, you know, in a couple of months to get over 100 I think I'm hitting a critical mass right now. It's like I'm 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 this close to getting on six hundred pound my six hundred pound life. No, but I'm not making light, I'm not making light of people uh, body, uh, uh, body shape, body shaming. I think it's body shaming. yeah body shaming. Okay, uh, thank you very much for listening. This is Jim the Keys bartender signing off, and I'll talk to you later. Bye.